Hey, hey, friends. Welcome to the Billings Coaching Podcast. We're Greg and Gina Billings. We're passionate about individuals and parents living in freedom by overcoming limiting beliefs or blocks that prevent them from their desired outcomes. Thanks for joining us. Hey, friends. Welcome back. It's Greg and Gina, and today we are talking about focus. What something kind of focus I, do you need in your life? Yes, yeah, something I cha- I'm challenged with. I am a squirrel-seeking uh, human being. So let's see if we can focus on this podcast. We are. We are focusing on this podcast. So, yes, today's episode is on focus. What does that mean to you? What does it mean to stay focused? Do you have focus in your life? I have focus in my life. Yes. Inconsistently focused. So, Yes. I like to think of like uh, like looking at a microscope and it was always so hard to like get it clear and like keep turning that little dial until it got really clear. So that's what I like to think of focus as. Like I'm a visual person and I like to imagine what that looks like. So I don't know if that helps you of bringing something into focus, like looking through the micros- microscope and seeing it clearly. I don't know, the, micro- the microscope. I remember jamming my eyeball into the microscope and then I couldn't see anything. Not on purpose. But it was like, hey, your eyeball, you get too close and then you don't see it. I don't know. Anyway, it's, it was my way of focusing. <laughs> okay. I wasn't a... Uh, I wasn't, Apparently we didn't know each other then. <laughs> <laughs> I was not a scientist, so I did not have a scientific background. Yeah. Um, so if you find yourself being distracted or not having focus, like it's okay. Our brains were actually designed for us to be distracted and to lose concentration because that is a vital function for us in um, in keeping us safe. So you think about like caveman days, cave people days, and you're out there hunting or doing something and you get distracted by something out of the corner of your eye. That's to protect you. That's your protection of oh, there's something going on that needs my attention, so I am going to focus on that and take care of that situation, keeping myself and keeping my family, keeping my village safe, because we're talking about caveman days. Where are you we... keeping the village safe, or am I keeping the village safe? Oh, we are together, baby. Okay. <laughs> I'm like the caveman. You're the cavewoman. Yes. Yes. Whatever it looks like in your house. Those distractions are designed to keep us safe. Now, we don't live in caveman days. Modern caveman We live in the days. modern world, and life is relatively safe. Like, if you're listening to this, you live in a relative... I'm assuming that you live in a relatively safe environment, and you have the ability to have direction, uh, distractions out of your life so that you can come in and you can focus on what you need to focus on. We're focusing on family. Where does family need focus? Where do parents need focus? Because I know as parents, we pour a lot into our kids. We pour a lot into ourselves and we get spread pretty thin. So it becomes a little bit more difficult to focus on things. And then when you have a pandemic that nobody's ever experienced in life, thrown your way what happens to your focus Greg's raising his eyebrows so like there's right? a lot of distractions right now in the world that are i don't uh, focusing on just 
us, not selfishly, but just focusing on your family, getting uh, an opportunity to reconnect, an opportunity to educate yourselves. Uh, we have become the modern day cave people in some capacity. And right now I, we have our dog has decided to grab a pillow that is distracting me <laughs> I got from that. the conversation of focus. So those are uh, that's just a small example of shiny object or things that at, at how easily we can get distracted. Mm -hmm. So some good things to put into place are eliminating distract distractions. Let's say you have 20, 30 minutes to focus on something and you want to get it accomplished. A great tip and a great trick is to turn off your phone, turn off the, the, any distractions that are going to come up. If I'm sure a lot of us are working from home, letting the kids know, hey, I'm not available for X amount of time. Because we are doing a podcast. So take, you know, hold all your questions, interrupt if it's an emergency, but please hold everything so that I have this work to do. And like setting yourself up for success to turn off the your phone, put it in airplane mode, turn it off, turn off the phone, put a note on the door. Uh, when the kids were little and they were napping and it was nap time, the sacred nap time, a time for me to rest, for me to refuel. Re and get ready for the next round of kids being up and awake. I put a note on the door. Kids sleeping, kids napping. You did? I did. Okay. Yeah, you were at work. I don't remember the notes on the door. You were at work. So this, this, these were things that I learned how to do as a mom of young kids to protect that time, to protect and keep the distraction away from the house. Just letting people know oh. I'm not available. I, and also focusing on each other, focusing on our marriage, focusing on our relationship. Yeah. Making like, sure that we are... Um, we stay connected. We do a date night once a week. It is on the calendar, on repeat. We use Google Calendar, and we have our date night in there every Thursday night so that we know that it's coming up. And we take that time to spend with each other, to pour into our marriage, to pour into our relationship, because we're not only parents, but we are individuals who still, you know, we chose each other. We chose to be together in this relationship before we had kids. And for us, kids came out of that love and commitment that we had for one another. So pouring into who we are as individuals, as um, Greg and Gina, and not as mom and dad, <laughs> every Thursday night is important to us. We do make the time, you know, we, like I said, we put it on our calendar, we plan ahead, and sometimes it looks like we, we do go out and, you know, do something together away from the house, and mm -hmm. sometimes it looks like we're walking around the neighborhood. Just connecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gina is doing a lot of talking, and I'm, like, not saying... Yeah, what's your focus? What, Much you of anything. what are you focusing on? Our next date night. <laughs> yes, we've got a few <laughs> what we're days. Gonna do. That's the challenging thing with four children, teens to an 11-year-old. It's the challenging, where do we go? What do we do? How can we reconnect? So it's also having those conversations on what is it you want to do? Uh, being spontaneous in today's you know pandemic stage. 
you know, the mall's open, bookstores are open. So there's different things we can do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So inside of you know the challenges that are going on, we definitely have lost our focus. I won't say that we've been perfect and every moment in the last few months has been completely positive. And it's allowed us opportunity to gain our focus, to re- realign our focus and shift back to what are we up to? Like, who are we? There are always going to be circumstances in life that happen that can or cannot take us out. And, you know, this, this like we said, this has definitely been a challenging time mm-hmm. with everything that's going on. There's been a lot of um, normal ways that we've been, we've learned how to operate in life. Like if there's a pain that comes up, um, you know, if I need some time away, I can go hang out with my friends or I can go, I can, I had my usual way of handling things so that I didn't have to keep my focus on the things that pained me because what happens with your focus is a lot of times it, it gets lost because there's something uncomfortable that wants, that I want to deal with. And I will speak personally that I easily lose my focus when it's something I don't want to face. If it's something that looks painful or scary, mm-hmm. I, I will go to another place that feels better. I think, yeah, I think a lot of people do. I would do the same thing. I think that's what people do is they distract themselves from the task at hand or the challenge ahead um, and try to procrastinate but and lose focus. Yeah, well, and, and it, I think it comes to a point where it's like a temporary fix. Like it feels good in the moment, and in the long run, it actually hasn't. Um, I haven't dealt with the situation. I haven't gotten to the root of what's going on. So, as an example, you know, I, I'll go with eating, like sugar. I like to eat sugar. It makes me feel good. And I know we talked about sugar before, but I'm, this is my, my example of like, I know that it does not agree. My body can't process it all that great. But when I'm stressed and I, I want to avoid, um, situations of, you know, let's say like finances, you know, it's challenging times right now where we're walking through some financial Um, issues opportunities opportunities and what I want to do is go make myself feel better by eating Um, I like I liked baked goods and I'm gluten-free so there are too many in the house but I do I will I will go and eat baked goods there are some gluten-free snickerdoodle dough in the freezer it's been there oh, for since I made it last time. Okay, so. that's good that I don't. I didn't know that. Yeah, no. well, now you do know that. So. But so now I can, I know my trigger is I want to go and eat something to make myself feel better. And in the moment, it does. 20 minutes later, an hour later, I don't feel so good. I have a headache. I My gut doesn't feel good. I'm bloated. You know, if any of you have these issues, you relate so whatever your whatever your chosen method of pain alleviation is. She looks at me like I'm the one that caused it. No, I am not. 
I'm the one who put it in my mouth. I am responsible for that. I haven't dealt with, with you know, by eating that, that um, baked good, it hasn't had me be present to the situation that's really at hand. And what I need to do in that circumstance is focus on being in communication with Greg, being in communication of, hey, this is what's going on. Like, I'm stressed. I'm worried. I need some help. I do the budget in our household, and I'm I'm main, I'm in charge of it, but we work on it together. So that is my wheelhouse, and when I need help and I, I'm starting to eat more sugar, I know that that's an indicator for me to ask for, for more help and to be able to talk about what's really going on, what is our situation, and how are we going to walk through it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's... We focus on, we primarily focus on the positives. Sorry, primarily focus isn't the right way to say it. We do focus on the positive, not the negative. We don't let it get us down. So we're asking you, what tools do you have in place to keep your focus? Mm-hmm. What is it you're doing with your family, with your children? We have an opportunity right now to really focus. It's been nine months since um, COVID began. And we have an opportunity to reconnect with our those closest to us in our own households and focus on that relationship. If it is challenged, that you have a conversation together to open the dialogue mm-hmm. and create a new season, a new opportunity. Yeah, and to face it together, like to not just cover it up with, a temporary fix of, oh, I can eat some more sugar. I can, you know, there are ways to relieve the stress. And I'm not saying that all ways of coping with it are, are bad. I'm saying that find a positive way, like, you know, walking or you know, playing basketball. Taking the dog for a walk. Taking the dog for a walk to help clear your, clear your head and get to that place where you can deal with, and approach the root of what is going on and take out that um, pain point to address that pain point because we were meant to do hard things and we can walk through painful situations mm-hmm. and we we can overcome them like our design our bodies and our minds are designed to do that and it sometimes it takes it work walking together mm-hmm. I, I need greg i need greg as my partner to walk with me through challenging situations Mm -hmm. and i'm very appreciative that i've I've learned that i have these coping mechanisms and once i start to uncover them that i can invite him in and he can hold me accountable so that i do have personal responsibility and i don't have to do it that same way anymore and i can grow i can grow through it and get go to that next level that helps create a new environment for our family Give us all an opportunity to um, examine yourselves, ourselves, uh, asking questions, challenging you to participate as the listener, going to our Facebook page, which is Billings Coaching on both Facebook and Instagram. And, you know, putting in what you do to not be, when you're off focus, what are you doing to bring yourself back to focus? Uh, What are you doing with your kids? What are you doing in your marriage? You know, we want this to be a opportunity for us to play together. Absolutely. So We're visit us. We're at Gina B. Coaching, Billings Coaching, and like, comment.
comment and share. Yes, share it with your friends. I think we're all similarly going through a similar experience as human being. We're not uh, all that different. We're all we all have our struggles, and we all have our ways to overcome the struggle. Mm -hmm. So let's share those with each other. Let's be with each other. Let's love on each other. And next week we will be talking about gratitude as we prepare for Thanksgiving. Join us next Wednesday. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Billings Coaching. Please like, comment, and share. Our website is GinaBCoaching.com. Thank you again and have a great week.